Welcome to another Moment with Matt with State Representative Matt Dowling of the 51st Legislative District in Fayette and Somerset Counties. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Dowling. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And boy, it was a crazy week in Harrisburg. And the first thing we'd like to talk about is the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth rule changes that keep going on with the size of gatherings that are allowed in our Commonwealth. Obviously, the governor put a really draconian restriction on us. Judge Stickman came through and struck that down, and now things are getting turned around again. What is the latest here, Matt? Well, you know, it's like uh, my restaurants and caterers in my area have whiplash because these the numbers, the capacity that they can work at have just constantly uh, been shifted one direction and the other direction and back again. Basically, what happened is that we had a ruling that said that those numbers, remember, we could only have 25 people at uh, what they were calling a discrete indoor event. Um, they were considered unconstitutional. And, and that ruling was was great for our caterers, for our event spaces. And then a stay was given to the governor, uh, which means that they're going to give a final ruling. But for the time being, those restrictions have gone back into place. And that means that, you know, at an indoor function like a, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, a communion party, you could only have 25 people. And, uh, and what's kind of crazy about this is the fact that it's changed so often. Uh, I've been working on legislation that would allow us to go to 50%. I, I think we want to do this in a safe and reasonable manner. Um, but 50% of the capacity, uh, rather than 25 people, um, you know, and, and these numbers are, are just kind of pulled out of the air. Uh, if you think about it, we have venues that can seat 600 people in our area, but they're only allowed 25 people inside. So it's a little crazy. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with the actual structure or how contagious the virus can be uh, in a setting because, you know, there's really no science involved. It's just saying this is 25 people. Whereas, you know, you have room to social distance, you have room to follow CDC guidelines in larger venues. And of course, this highlights not only your legislation that would deal with these uh, event venues, but also legislation that we were trying to uh, move, get a, get a veto override on recently in the House that would allow local control for how many people are at these gatherings. Obviously, we are not a one-size-fits-all state. Talk to us about what happened with the state house trying to override that veto and and where we stand right now. What, what recourse do we have? Well, you know, un unfortunately, we lost that veto override. Um, you know, a, a number of my colleagues uh, who voted originally for the bill dropped off when we came back to the, the override. And what this is affecting the most is our Friday night lights, our football games in southwestern Pennsylvania, the number of spectators that can be there and, and schools getting to make the decision on how many people can actually be there. So with this stay being given to the governor, I know there are a lot of school districts wondering, you know, what do we do? And they really are left out with with no recourse and no real guidance about when they're going to get any change. And, and of course, it keeps flipping, flopping back and forth. We, we are really up in the air here, aren't we? We are. And, you know, some people are saying, well, does, you know, does it really matter? Does it, you know, can't we do what we want to do? Um, you know, we, we get into issues like liability and, uh, and insurance issues for the school districts. We get into issues uh, 
with the board members and what their personal liability is when decisions like these are made. So it's very important that there is some guidelines that can be given um, so that so that these people know what their liability is, what they should be doing. And, and right now they're left in the dark. And, of course, I have to bring us back to something that happened this week in the State House. We were in session for a couple of days, and uh, suddenly we, we found out that uh, one of the people here in the building tested positive for COVID, and that kind of shut everything down. Uh, where do we stand as far as the State House goes? Well, we will be back in session in 14 days in about two weeks. Um, we did have an issue where one of our members uh, was in session on Tuesday of the week, Wednesday began to develop um, some mild symptoms and uh, was tested subsequently, uh, notified our HR department immediately. Uh, and our Thursday session day was canceled uh, kind of as it was ready to get started out of a, an abundance of caution for everyone's safety. Close contacts were identified to the individual who tested positive. Uh, those who didn't come in contact uh, with this member they can go about everything normally. Those who came in close contact will be tested or will quarantine. So as we start to reopen and as we start to have events that are a little larger, we go to high school events and, and sporting events, we're going to see things like this happen. We just need to make sure that personal responsibility is exercised. You know, until I was notified whether or not I was considered a close contact, you know, I, I stayed at home, uh, didn't go anyplace. Uh, because I didn't want to infect or possibly infect anyone else if, if I had been uh, in contact with the individual. So personal responsibility is the way we need to handle these situations. And I think it's something we can do and we can do safely as we safely reopen the Commonwealth. Representative Dowling, thank you for this informative report to your constituents and tune in for another Moment with Matt.